shore where the mountains meet the sea in a clapboard shack by a broken down tree there's a light in the window just salty gals inside i'm not sure if they're witches but you know that's implied that the storytelling ego swelling pillow talking moonlight walking sea Welcome to the Sea Hags Podcast. I'm Chris Jeffa. And I'm Katie Norgren with us today, our very special guest. He's right from a graveyard in Cuba, Mr. Uh, you know, the guy, Fidel Castro. Oh, that's visually people are going like, to need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's an that's audio It's a real medium. visual bit and people yep. aren't going to understand. No. I have a long beard. Yeah, it's a big beard it's and Roman, he doesn't have shoes on. It's Roman Mancini. Roman Mancini is oh, here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for being had. You know, anytime. Yeah. So, how are we doing? I'm a little bit foggy. <laughs> Literally. Gla- your glasses are all fogged You're up. fogged up. It's very cold. Did you, get, did you fix your glasses? Because the last podcast we did, you broke your fucking glasses on air. That yeah, they're just, they're a little stiff, but, but Ed's got the goods, he's got the glue, so I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. It's all fine. Yeah, they just literally fell apart in my hands while we were podcasting last uh, week. So it's that kind of it's an aggressive podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, She's we like aggressively to... gesturing with her glasses, like uh, every smart person. Generally, does. about halfway through, we start wrestling. So well, then I'm excited. Count me in. <laughs> Count me in. <laughs> Count me in. You already have your shoes off. I was watching wrestling before I came here. Oh, so was I. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching NXT before I. Oh, got there here. you go. Yeah. That's fantastic. I was watching. I watched Asuka kill someone who was just jobbing. It was oh, pretty good. Great. Yeah. Oh. Chris wow. is okay, like, well, here we go. Uh, that's what we're going to talk about. I have no idea what any of this means. <laughs> I was just watching Wrestle Kingdom 11. Mm. Fantastic. Full of those Wrestle Boys. Oh, I actually best. don't know what Wrestle Kingdom is. is that... It's like Japanese WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Is that anything to do with New Japan? Or is that yeah, it is. New it's Japan's like, it's their big. It's their big WrestleMania. Cool. Cool, last yeah. Week. NXT has stolen all of the best wrestlers from Japan right now. So. Pretty much. All the... Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> delighted by you would that. you would love his intro because it's all like dramatic strings music and sometimes he'll just get like an orchestra of hey, college violinists just because i'm a cellist doesn't mean it does that I love string yes of course <laughs> <laughs> but it does though is the thing don't fucking typecast me katie yeah, but i know you so it's okay anyway he's very cool he's, mean, he's awesome he's one of the he's best fantastic. wrestlers wrestling today he's great you heard it here first, folks. Cool. Here on Colt Cabana's show. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not what this is. Uh, Colt's awesome, though, because, like, he really... I really love Colt, because he really showed there's a way to make money. Like, as as a comic, I respect what he does. Yeah. Like, there's a way to hustle outside of being with the big company. For sure. Like, For and, sure. That's, and that's what he showed, was there's, like, all these indie guys. You can do your own thing and still make a good living. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and as a comic, I have a lot of respect for that. And he's got, like, one of the most well-listened-to wrestling podcasts, probably, yeah. especially by someone who isn't, like, a big, huge name in the yeah. in the actual industry. So, I mean, he is, but not really. Yeah. Doesn't, uh, uh, CM Punk has a podcast, too, doesn't he? I probably. He's got a lot of time on his hands now, <laughs> I feel. <laughs> he's got a lot of time. So this has been a wrestling minute uh, with Katie and Roman. Oh, well, let's just keep... Just keep it going, and Chris won't say anything the whole time. It's fine, I got kombucha. I think you guys are delightful. So. Oh, good, 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 good. So what have we been up to yeah. this week, everybody? It's been chill for me. Uh, we were talking a little bit before you got here about, like, making some kind of New Year's resolution mm-hmm. slash, like, I don't know, I've already given up on my goal. I was, like, not going to drink. We had a super wild New Year's party, and then the whole next day I just drank beer all day. So, like, <laughs> you just killed it immediately. To just, just to cope from, like, all the tequila. <laughs> Shit, so did you, like, escape a hangover? Yeah. Wow. You just, just like kept running from it. Like, yeah, I just outsourced like it Kimble. until until like nine o'clock the next day. And I, I didn't was like, kill my wife. 
Yeah, it's fun to see how long you can keep pushing that. You're like, well, if I just stay drunk forever, yeah, then I'll just so never good. be We had a straight-up dirtbag day, and then yeah. it was like 9 o'clock, I'm like, I'm sleepy, and then I went to bed, and I woke up fine. Amazing, because so I, I definitely just... puked the next day. Did you? <laughs> yeah, but that's just been a new thing since I started taking meds, yeah. so it well, just like turns out I can't have as much as I used to. Maybe, maybe but then I felt amazing easy. after. I was like, I barfed, went back to bed, and then I woke up, I'm like, I'm fine. I, uh, I was pretty hungover, and I planned on doing just nothing, watching like Netflix all day, but then my internet wasn't working, Uh-oh. so I just slept for 18 hours. Holy shit. Well, <laughs> like, Roman was at our New Year's party. Pretty much. All day, I just was like, "Well, internet's not working. I'm going to sleep. There's nothing else that can be done." It's here. incredible. You can just tell your body to do that, and it obeys. I was pretty tired. <laughs> I was pretty tired. Did you part? You partied good. Yeah, I was here pretty late. I think I got mm-hmm. home three or four. Like, yeah, that's so about was, when I got home. Yeah, I was furious that there were no drive-throughs open whatsoever. So I just stayed up and I made food. <laughs> I made myself an egg sandwich and oven fries. I mean, that's, four in the morning. That's pretty tight. I like it. Yeah, I think that's partly why I did, felt, woke up and didn't feel horrific. I just woke up with that, and then I was fine. So yeah. my roommates were lighting stuff on fire when I got, like in a very controlled way. Not like they weren't just like, "Hey, we're gonna start the New Year's we're off." We're gonna do some arson, some casual arson. <laughs> uh, when I got home, and then I had to go. They were in the living room, and I had to go in there and try and fix the router. And I was just in my underwear, also talking to them, pretty fucking happy. <laughs> like just standing there, like, "Hey, guys, don't mind me. I'm just gonna fix the router. No, oh, it's not working." And just, then we just unplugged it. it and plugged it back in. So right? what else do you do? I don't know. <laughs> push the push the reset button with like the backing of an earring. Yeah, or like a pen lid. But yeah, it didn't fits. work, and didn't I was work. just in my boxers talking. Like, about well, I've exhausted my entire level of expertise. So hey, God, that's, what, that's what tech support would suggest you do. So I mean, I think that you did a really thorough job. First question they ask when you call. Did you unplug it? Did like, try you know, turning like, it off and on again. Yep, sure did. I definitely did because you know I was born in 1985, so that's <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> so I'm not old or dumb. <laughs> Well, it might be both of those things given. I feel like I've context. maxed out on tech knowledge, like tech knowledge, though. Like that's it. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't want to learn anymore. I'm oh, done. I don't have to learn anymore. I'm just I'm like, how does it fix it? And then she fixes it, which is probably not good for me developing any sort of skills of my own. That's fine. Yeah. Well, you don't have to know everything. No. That's why we have friends and loved ones that know other things, that's and true. you don't have to store it all in this little noggin. You can <laughs> a little noodly noggin. You can do yeah. You can be an expert in your own shit and help other people with their things. Thank you don't God. Understand. Just I don't want to learn anything else. I'm done. <laughs> Finished learning completely. Mm-hmm. What are you an expert in? Gender. Oh. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, did your hair just say that? Yes. That was... <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just totally came out of the side. Just side came mullet. out of my side mullet. Oh my yeah. <laughs> yeah. What am I an expert in? That I can cook pretty, pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. Pretty good at cooking. <laughs> I just like v- aggressively competent in a lot of spheres. I don't have one specific thing that I'm really good at. Uh, there's a lot of things that I can do medium good. Yeah. So I'm just need. useful. Yeah, I can figure well. anything out if I try hard enough, pretty much. Which I've noticed is like a pretty good skill to have, but yeah. I yeah, jack of all trades. Some people just sort of some people just give up immediately, so you got that going. <laughs> yeah, some people just give up and go to bed for eighteen hours. Best way to do it. It's if I could sleep. If I was that good at sleeping, you best believe I would do that. It's the best. I'm bad at sleeping though. It was so good. I was also trying not to drink for the month, and that lasted five days. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's better I than it, Chris. I made it four. Well, no, because... Four like, hours. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, after my dirtbag day. Okay. Like, so basically, it was, like, New Year's Eve. We were here till... There were still people here, like, jamming until five in the morning, which Oof, was fantastic. Neighbors probably love that. You know, our neighbors are sweet little Chinese ladies, and we give them all of our empties after, and they never phone the cops on us. Well, that's good. So... It seems to be a pretty good deal. It's good yeah, it's a good, yeah, it's a good trade-off. They, they seem but to also, like, this is your own house. Like, I mean, I don't know, like, mm-hmm. 
New Year's Eve. If you're complaining about a house party on New Year's Eve, you I should know. go fuck yourself. Pretty like, much. You should pretty much go and just... On a Wednesday, sure. But on the yep. one day a year where if you're, there's... Unless there's a fire or gunshots, no cops should show up to a house party like that. Exactly. Very true. You know? Yeah. Oh, it was a good party, though, guys. We were all there. It was fun. What was your favorite part, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I liked Roman's set, actually. I really oh. liked Roman's set. You, you dragged us hard, and it was delightful. You, you just sort of were like, I'm going to come to this party. I was like, great. It's like, do you want a spot? Yes, I do. Cool. And then you did it, and then you just roasted us like a fucking... <laughs> Thanksgiving turkey. It was with love. It was Tough done with love. Oh, it was, with oh, it was love. great. I wasn't out of, you know. But nice. I still remember, it's just like, yeah, I've never performed at Berkeley in the 60s before. <laughs> it's like gesturing was... at all the sarongs hanging everywhere. Yeah. It's pretty good. A carpeted ceiling. Uh-huh. Just like squeezed patchouli oil out of the curtains or something. There's nothing better than a joke that will only work once in a very specific location. Oh, yeah. That's the best thing in the world. It's yeah. just so it good. It delighted me. Just yeah. ephemeral and beautiful. That being said, it should also be noted I wasn't wearing socks or shoes so like yeah which is also the best way to like, just the best way to perform ever yeah just the second you get into this house just, you just feel the vibe and you got to take them shoesies oh out. i love it for your Sk- feet feel the uh your mind so feel the hardwood under your toes so much better mm-hmm. how do people wear socks why are, i mean i guess that's but inside come on what are you an animal yes i guess so I pretty much I, I get cold toes. yeah i'm a chilly animal <laughs> chilly chilly animal yeah i don't have very good circulation to the old tootsies so mm-hmm. You know, I started doing, I started taking cold showers, and that's supposed to be good for circulation. <laughs> why? Just, why? Because you beat yourself with reeds immediately after. Yeah, in I got Russian one of those. Style? I have one of those belts that cut into my waist every time, like the dude in the Da Vinci Code. Oh God! Self flagellation. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> or you wear. That's your a real shirt? deep cut. That's a real deep. I never wear. I never reach. watch movies on airplanes, so I've missed that one. That's completely. a real deep reach on that. <laughs> I knew exactly what you were talking uh, about. I do have two tattoos from the Da Vinci Code. Really. <laughs> Excuse me? Yes. Is that what those triangles are from? Yeah. Oh, I thought they were just gay triangles. Oh. No. I thought I thought it just said, I thought you just really liked Dan Brown, and that's what that Dan Brown tattoo is. Well, yeah, just I a tattoo of just Dan Brown's face on your arm. I heart DB. Could be David Bowie, could, but it's Dan Brown. Dan Brown. Dan Obviously Brown. the superior DB. No, I can't even say Oh, that. you just oh, have to immediately retract your horrible... No, my, my ankle tattoos are two triangles, and one's right side up, and the other's the... Reverse, mm. and so it's supposed to be masculine and feminine, like ancient symbols. But it's symbology. from the Da Vinci Code. It's from the Da Vinci Code. I sure. did never know that. <laughs> I did never know that, Chris. It's funny because I didn't finish that book, but I did read thirty-five chapters. <laughs> so it's just forty-one pages is all. Those fucking. Cha- if you've never read it, the chapters are like two pages long. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like, and then this cliffhanger thing happened. Two more pages, and yeah. another cliffhanger, yeah. and then three more pages, and then another one. Oh no! It just keeps yeah, you going. You so you're just hanging on that cliff till you turn the one page to the next chapter. Mm-hmm. Where it's like mid sentence, and the chapter ends, and then it's not. It's not even like a. <laughs> this guy's writing a book like a third grader. And then he left. And then he left the museum. End of chapter. And walked out outside and got a cab. End of chapter. And then the Pope was there, and he had. <laughs> Wings. I don't know how it goes at all. It's pretty much it. I have literally no idea what it's about other than like religion and the Illuminati or something. Yeah, Yeah, I saw the movie, I think, and then I don't remember. Because there was a second, maybe I saw the follow up one or whatever. Uh Angels and Angels and Angels and Insects? No, that's a different. Angels and I'm Still Hung Up on the Vatican, I think is what it was called. Yeah, pretty much. It's a book by A.S. Byatt, if I'm not mistaken. Sorry. They may as well just call like all Dan Brown books like weird Pope secrets. <laughs> weird Pope secrets. <laughs> but uh, I went to when I went to Paris. I went to like the one chapel that was in there, and they have like a, the line that goes down the chapel. It's supposed to be like some longitudinal line, and 
in the book, there was some shit buried underneath that. So I was like Ooh. looking around in the church and they do Da Vinci Code like walking tours. Oh, they take you to the Louvre so you can see where like some of the secrets are. And, the like, secrets. And then like how, you know, all these things hidden in Da Vinci's paintings, like that Mary Magdalene was actually in the Last Supper. Ooh. And like Jesus actually banged a lady and then they had a baby. And Was it Mary Magdalene? Yeah. That's <laughs> not, not my Jesus. Not my Jesus. <laughs> Not my handsome Jesus. I like my Jesus to be fucking. <laughs> He's your handsome Jesus. He's a pretty dude. I is, mean, is he the guy that's based off of Caesar, Caesar Borgia? Yeah, he's a pretty dude if you look at the like non real pictures of Jesus. He's he's always been very handsome. Yeah, the white Jesus. The white the if you look like a white Jesus. if you look like a fake, fake white, white fake white Jesus, he's a handsome man. Yeah, because it's based off of Caesar Borgia. <laughs> really? Did you not know I that? I didn't know that. I only found out about this this year or well last year, I guess. Was it from a really Gian Calgaritas book? No, actually it wasn't. It was just like it was a very well researched and cited Tumblr post of all things. Cause oh, there we go. Yeah. There you go, I heard it first. But I but I did like click through and saw the sources, I was like, oh my God, it's true. It was like you the Pope. Po- well, it was Pope here. Alexander was like, "All right, my right. sexy grandson. All right, cool. I think it's his son, wasn't oh, it? Yeah. yeah. It's like because the Pope has kids, obviously. Because the Pope be fucking. I mean, why not, right? The, yeah. yeah, the Borgia Pope would be fucking. Yeah, but yeah his he, own daughter. <laughs> anyway, he was like, "Look at my cool, handsome son. Please paint Jesus as him." And so all of the Jesus paintings look like him. And if you look at paintings of Caesar Borgia, you're like, oh yeah, that's definitely Jesus face. Cool. I got real I got real into a deep Google loop last night. I was I don't know why. I was Googling pictures of Saint Francis. Okay. And With a lot friends? of them look like very he's got very pointy like uh, guitar pick alien head in a lot of pictures mm. and I was like that's it I figured it out you fa- figured out figured you decoded Da Vinci it's all, it's all aliens ancient aliens man and I just texted that to a lot of people <laughs> it's like that picture of St. Nicholas <laughs> that you found that looks like uh, a it looks like a Klingon it looks like, straight up it looks like Worf in the first three seasons of TNG before he got good hair mm-hmm. it's just like why is his head Worf oval and hair. pointy at the end I was like oh aliens that's it mm-hmm. I figured out religion you aliens did? not just monks were bad at painting yeah well that's no, why that everyone make- Worshipped a sky god, right? Because they came from the sky. <laughs> oh god, and they built Stonehenge. Mm. And all the other stuff. And everything. All the pyramids. My house. Do you know the Raelians? Do you know of them? Yes. Uh they're the 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 the, the alien suicide cult, church. Basically. No, alien cult. Okay. I have one of their books. I was thinking of Heaven's Gate. Oh no, that's, different. Yeah, that's different. the comet suicide. Oh, Raelians yeah. are they the guys who wanted to like clone a person? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, that was it. Frenchy, Frenchy McClonerson. <laughs> Frenchy McClonersons. That was like around the same time that the Heaven's Gate people died. Though, what like, ninety-seven? I want to say they've been around for a minute. His, quite... his whole thing is that um, all the religious prophets are aliens. Well, duh. And then they what the just, fuck else are they going to be? They want to build a, em- a space people? embassy near Jerusalem and to bring the aliens back because they told because they they kidnapped him twice and told him that's what he has to do. Hmm. So he wrote a first book in the seventies. The, the like head of it, he wrote a book in the seventies, and then it went out and it got a little little heat. You know, as all alien abduction religion founding books do <laughs> all of them and then there was a lot of unanswered questions and then conveniently the aliens came back a second time and gave him more information <laughs> gave him a follow-up gave him a follow-up a follow-up appointment so so his argument is that told all, him he's not flossing enough <laughs> all the all the religious prophets like jesus is son of an alien and a human mother mm, obviously which i mean you look at the pictures i figured it out i made the connection but i have one of their books because uh Amazon one touch like sh- clicking shopping is too much power. If you clicked, and I then just like thirty seconds. I was like, "Ooh, all right, I'll get one of their books." And I was like, "Oh no, when I do that, I don't want this." <laughs> but it was already being shipped. <laughs> it was already being shipped. It, it had already been it in your house the whole time. 
I did that one day with like I was like, what's the difference between like Turkish coffee and regular coffee? And then thirty Purchase. seconds, thirty seconds later, I have like a Turkish coffee set coming off Amazon from Turkey. It costs oh. eighty dollars. Oh <laughs> shit! God. And it's basically hot mud that you're gonna be drinking. Yeah, it's just like espresso. Basically, it's a little like I like it, but it's just like I was like, oh, that's I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need to I didn't know need this. Eighty dollars, so you could have just gone to like a Turkish restaurant and yeah. had some. There's so, one on Main Street. Amazon, Amazon One Touch is too much power for too me. Too much is what I this this yeah. That's me, like just walking into a London drugs and just buy shit that I don't need all the time because I'm like, oh cool, yeah, ding. They're pretty good at like displaying shit. So oh, yeah, it's I don't. Just... There's such a weird selection of things in that store. And I always buy everything that's there. I bought a pour over coffee maker there because it was five dollars. Ooh, see, I feel like that's really a, good. That's a good purchase. I, it, you know, it honestly was because I've been drinking instant for so long. Because oh, again, Tessa does not drink coffee, so to actually have a proper cup of coffee, I had such a good cup of coffee this morning. It was like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you make your own coffee and you're like, it's mostly pretty good or whatever. Like, I'm not a consistent coffee maker. Sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it sucks. Well, Katie, I don't know because I'm very good at making coffee. So. I don't know. You were a barista, yes. to be totally fair. I was. And I wasn't. I know so. how to pull a perfect 28-second shot. Well, Lottie fucking dog. I'm not throwing away my shot. Fuck you. I hate you. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't hate you. You got me kombucha today, so yeah. I, I, I love you again. But okay, so you made a great coffee. Yeah, and, and I was just like, I just almost cried because I was so tired and I wanted it so badly and it tasted so good. It's just like getting everything you wanted in one little sip was so satisfying. Sometimes you you want something and you taste it and it's not good and you just are mad all day. You oh yeah, I mean? bad food will throw your whole fucking day off. You have a very like simple life right now to be like so lovingly satisfied by a cup of coffee. Oh yeah, I'm just, you're just you're just jiving. enjoying enjoying yeah. all the simple things in life. I'm vibing really hard in 2017. It's real gratitude, <laughs> real woke, real woke shit right now. Attitude of gratitude, you know, <laughs> real, real woke shit right real, now. Real, I'm a real woke bay. I I've been are. I've been buzzing since our party though. Honestly, oh for like, just, sure, it charged up my heart. And, like, having all of our friends over and playing music. Yeah, and... it went off so much better than I could have expected. I and think. then, yeah, so I've just been, like, kick-punching the sun, basically, yeah, for the rest the of sun, the year. Yeah, kick the sun, 2017. It's the goal. Kick the sun out of the sky completely and live in eternal darkness. Yeah. Just die. Die a quick death. Just die. <laughs> I don't mean that. Oh, dear. No, I'm, I'm... feeling really pretty pumped up. I'm just exhausted today. Mm-hmm. Because this... I partied too hard with, with past guest Gavin Clarkson and his beautiful wife, Sheena, last night. <laughs> At a David Bowie birthday party at uh, at the Fox Theater. Nice. It was fantastic. I don't mean to laugh. I, I just Gavin is the best. And Gavin's I just, like the best. <laughs> just the idea of him partying though is very oh, funny to me. He danced the night away. Oh, I could imagine. May I he say, would. and he is a much better dancer than you would think, but exactly as awkward as you would expect. Yeah, I could see that exactly. He was feeling it though. The two of them oh. were just sweet people, and they were vibing real hard. It was it was great. I wasn't gonna go. I was kind of like because Tessa was sick, and I was like gonna have to get myself there. And uh, I was like, ah, oh, maybe I won't go. And then both Sheena and Gavin started messaging me and were like, you have to come, you fucking asshole. Yeah, your friends got to shame you into going. That was my best Gavin voice. I went to their apartment <laughs> once because we were driving to Abbotsford and I was like, oh, this is what love feels like. Aww, <laughs> they're very in love. This is what happiness are... feels like in a, in a house. I was Aww, like, oh, that's, that's so a nice. Sweet. They're really lovely. And it was so funny because like Gavin left this morning for two months and he's gone to Arizona to do training. And I was like, was there any stand-up there? He's like, there is not. There's a sign-up open mic every Thursday. It looks like shit. I hear, well, it depends on where, where in Arizona, but mm-hmm. all the comedians that I follow on Twitter are always doing shit in I Phoenix. It's, <laughs> no, it's not Phoenix. I think it's 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 Scottsdale or, or something mm-hmm. shitty like that. I think um, there's, there's probably a funny bone somewhere. Probably. I don't even think it's that good. I don't think there's, there might be nah. one club. It's maybe an improv. You know? mm-hmm. But, uh... 
But anyway, like hanging out with the two of them, uh, and I was surprised that they wanted me to come so badly because it was the last night they were gonna have together for like two and a half months. They're like, come party with us. I was like, why? Don't you want to make out? Gotta or have a third person to spice it up. Oh no, it wasn't like that. Oh well. Oh <laughs> uh, well. It was uh, well. No, could I didn't have been sleep like with that. the Clarksons last night, <laughs> but uh, I did have a lot of fun with them. It was really great, and uh, Sheena did something that was. Uh, just like struck me and it was such a simple thing and it was just like when I walked in today and you I, I couldn't get kombucha at the store and then you just had it for me when I walked mm-hmm. in and I was like oh my god that's so nice but last night when we were dancing and sweating our balls off it was so crowded on the dance floor I was like I was just thinking I'm kind of thirsty and then I didn't see Sheena she came back and she just had three glasses of water for all of us she didn't ask if we needed it she's like I'm thirsty they're probably thirsty too and just brought us water Selfless it just, service. It's just such a simple thing. Like, so it was nice to have like two cool women take care of me in the last twenty four hours. It's like, oh yay! Mm-hmm. So that was a nice thing. It's nice to be considerate to yeah. other people. Yeah. So I love the Clarksons. They're really awesome. I've had two cool women take care of me, but that's because I have a harem situation. Going on. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah, I'm just kind of like just an oil baron chic type situation. So it's pretty sweet. So two is actually a low number for me. Yeah. Are you doing a Morris Bartlett impression right now? No. I don't know. Does he have a harem? He talks about it on stage oh, all the time. Oh, okay. Look at skis. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, no, I don't have a harem. No, I don't have a harem. That's too bad. I mean, you know, life goals, right? I know. Yeah. Career life goals. goals. Multiple wife goals. <laughs> Career goals. That whole thing, you know, whatever. <laughs> totally. Man, I would love... Okay, so just to have a whole house that was basically set up like a Turkish like palace, basically, sure. with like one the huge bathhouse. It was all like steamy and nice. You could like soak in a jacuzzi. All day. (laughs) As we call it. Yeah, and like eating delicious fruits on various platters, you know, dates covered in honey with some some really good cheese. And some dates this morning. Did you? Yeah, and this is now going to be an hour worth of date talk. (laughs) Date talk. Date line. Oh, fuck you. Just a date, just a date-centric podcast. (laughs) Absolutely. It's the dried fruit hour. (laughs) I mean, you want to get real for a minute? Sure. Sweet and dried fruit? Mm. Yes, we do. That's my shit. Yeah. Oh. There's not gotta, much more interesting about my, that. My preserved, candy. my preserved plum slices. From oh downstairs. well. They are spectacular. Yeah. I just knock the microphone over. Fuck this. We're out, and then we just eat plums. Yeah. yeah. All day. All day. Every day. Yeah. It's I, pretty good. That's all. Yeah. That's all you want in life. <laughs> that's all I wanted to say was just how much I love sweet and dried fruit. Oh, I thought you were gonna give us like a an itemized list of the best dried fruits. Well, I'm order. going. I'm going. First mango. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. I like a dried mango far better than a fresh one. Yeah. I don't like fresh mango. Hmm. Uh, probably pineapple. Oh, yeah. Craisins. Oh, man. I'm, like, on board with this list so far. I was in Japan, and I went to, like, what I think is, like, a Japanese Ikea, or I don't know, it just had, (laughs) it was, like, a furniture store, and it had a whole wall of, like, sweet and dried fruits, and I was like, I don't care how, and I just grabbed 50 of them and just had myself a day. (laughs) And that's what you do in Japan. That's what you do when you're in Japan. You fly... Over two continents, and you get there, and you're just like, yep, I'm just going to You're just drink. like, this is a weird place. I don't know what any of it is. It's all just sugary and and small, but I'm like, yep. I'm eating it up. I'm home now. I'm going to have a sour plum And something. then you could smoke inside, which was also great. <laughs> oh, you're a smoker? No, but when no. you can't, well, when you can inside, yeah. <laughs> when it's an option. I only like a cigarette when I'm enclosed in all in the I indoors. only like a cigarette when I'm on the second floor of a Starbucks. I only like a cigarette when I'm in a coffin, <laughs> just like... Inhaling that's, and exhaling. I mean, now I get, like, having been there, I get why that's not okay now, why it's illegal. Because <laughs> it does, you're like, oh, I can smoke inside? Yes, I'm going to smoke. 
I don't I get to... why here we're like, no, you shouldn't, you can't do that. Yeah, the deterrent of going outside prevents a lot of people from actually taking that next step. That's funny. Like, there are still places in Europe you can smoke inside, like in the Netherlands. It's not, I mean, obviously you can smoke pot in the coffee shops, but like, I remember going to just like a cafe and ordering mushroom soup and then someone just lit up right next to me. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah, it's weird how like, you're like, uh... It's like your anarchist liberal tendencies, and you're like, wait a minute, you're how, breaking the rules! How very dare you, sir? <laughs> you're breaking the rules, like, immediately when you see something, yeah. like, oh, that's not normal. It's yeah. not what I'm used to. I have such, like, justice for, like, rule stuff all the time, especially, all like, in time. lineups. Like, if people are breaking the lineup rules, oh, the tacit rules, I get so angry. Chris, you and I are, are, are cut from the same cloth when it comes to cues. Like, see, you gotta observe. In but, Japan, they'll, they'll real, real organized lineups there. Mm-hmm. Love that. You would love the shit out of that. Like, wait, <laughs> love wait everything for a but bus, the smoking inside. Yeah. Waiting for a bus and just line up it's with just people. Fair, like, it's just just And then they just jam it all in, like like it should be. Like it should be That's done. That's beautiful to me. Like I, I, nothing makes me more furious in the morning <sighs> at the Production Way SkyTrain station, getting on the 145 up to work, which is SFU for me. And there's three door boarding, and everybody gets in line, you know. And if one bus is there and people are loading, great. Another bus comes up behind it, opens its doors. It's fucking anarchy. I lose my spot in line. Everybody else piles on. They just got there. Fuck those people. <laughs> I truly hate them and wish them death. I nearly got pushed off a SkyTrain platform the other day because, oh, look, you look so scared. Is that like a big Turns fear? out I really love you. Oh, that's nice. Wow, that was such genuine concern. I feel really so heartwarmed. I'm sorry, if you ever get hit by a SkyTrain, I'd be fucking devastated. By comparison, my face didn't change at all. I was like, oh, You barely tell. know we her. We just met, yeah. It's like, do tell. You'd probably be a little sad, but like... I mean, you know... Life, right? Life, life. <laughs> it's got to end sometime. Gotta, I mean. Well, that glowing feeling in my heart has now dissipated. Thank you. You stomped it out like an indoor cigarette. Yeah. No, there was some some medical emergency on one train, so then they were running two trains on one track. Oh, okay. And then there was just a huge crowd of people. It was at Commercial Drive, and the crowd just like pushed everybody forward to get into one Yikes. train. But then the train was too full, so I was, like, stopping, because we couldn't get into the train. People kept pushing, and then the train started moving, and I was pushed up against <gasps> the train as it was starting oh. to move. And I was like, if they keep pushing me, I, I will be pushed fall. off of the platform. Yeah. And so I yelled at people. <laughs> I was okay. like, don't push me, I'm small! <laughs> That's really cute. Because they couldn't see me, because I was too small. Because you're so small. It was Such really... small beam. I didn't like it. No, because like you almost died. Yeah. I don't like it either. so harrowing. But you know what? I made it through, and I'm stronger for it. I'm so glad. <laughs> stronger every day. What a relief. Well, I mean, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. You don't have the same deep connection we do, though. Mm-hmm. No. no. You, you can only dream of a love this I just would have been, like, on a on a, on a a SkyTrain that had to stop because someone got killed in the tracks. I'm like, oh, this is annoying. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I would be <laughs> such, oh, I'm late now I would be such an inconvenience to your so commute. many people. That's like commuting is so bad for people psychologically that we hate people who've killed themselves it and made is. us late. It's true. Like yeah. whenever it's like medical emergency, it's like you know someone died. Like, yeah, but, but I'm mad at them. It's not great. It's no, like, it's not. Couldn't you have picked like why do they always do it at rush hour? Because <laughs> rush hour is the most depressing time of day. Yeah, it's definitely the time I think about killing others and myself the most. It's weird how like just you're the worst version of yourself on a on a bus. Oh God. On the any worst. bus, you're like, I fucking hate that person. That person's a piece of shit. Like, it's insane. Any other time. You don't really need to sit down, you fucking 
You know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I am the worst version of myself. And normally it's... I'm very patient and kind. And then I, I get there and I'm just... I shoved a woman the other day because <laughs> I'm not the hero of this story. But she was like on the on the express bus to the ferry. And she had like a ton of suitcases and yeah. just stood. Oh, that's and, immediately going to be the worst. Like just stood there in the aisle and then the bus driver just kept going, that announcement, please move to the rear of the bus. Please move to the rear of the bus. Please, Please move her. to the rear. So it just kept going, and nobody was moving. Because I couldn't get past this bitch. Past her. So I just, like, from, like, four people back, I just, like, went, ba da 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 and, like, hit her with my bag as I went by. My. <laughs> Beautiful. Just could, to be like, Canonized. excuse me, I can't get through. I, I, love, I, I like, go-to. And I then I got a seat in the back, so fuck that fuck bitch. Yeah. I, I gooned a guy on the bus the other day. How do you goon someone? Is well, that the Ontario expression? So, I don't know. I just, I think it's a thing. Like, it was just, I was on a bus and it was packed, and then he was sitting on the outside seat, and then the inside seat was open, and I wanted to sit there, and he didn't move over, so I stood just, like, and leaned over him. And I was just like, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to, like, intimidate you physically just standing over. Did you say over. this to him or is this inside of your head? No, it's not. Like, I mean, I was leaning over. I didn't I didn't ask him to move because he saw me. He's You're not looming an, beardily. He should be able to understand how space works. Fuck that guy. Like, so I just leaned over. This because it was Neil deGrasse Tyson. So I just leaned over. I was like, fuck that, man. Like, a lot of people in this city are horrible for that. They'll never move. You get Someone yeah. gets off the inside seat, you move over. This is a, yes. This is a goddamn inconsiderate this city. This is just yeah. a fucking basic thing. And you know what? If someone is in the inside seat and they want to get out, you stand up. Yes. You don't, you don't make fucking them, turn. They turn and then you have to People do that. I'm like, do you even see how huge my exactly. ass is? It is going to touch your face when I move past well, you. Well, that's their... That's what that's entirely treated, Well, then I they guess. gotta put five dollars in my back I mean, pocket. Because that's... Some people aren't that's bad, I guess. That's a That's, you know... <laughs> Sometimes you want that booty, you know? Sometimes yeah. you just want that booty Sometimes, in your Sometimes, you know? Sometimes you gotta eat the booty like groceries. You know. <laughs> preferably not on the bus at rush hour, though. God damn, preferably not mine. <laughs> if you have to, I mean. Don't, though. I would never know. God, I'm going to wear a t-shirt that says, don't eat my ass on the SkyTrain. I mean. Hopefully not. I'd buy that shirt. Would you? Probably not, no. Because then people will be like, well, is this like reverse psychology? Does he want me to eat his butt on the train? I would just put my hand, like, I'd see someone I like and I'd just put my hand over the N and the T. And I would just say, do eat my on this train. <laughs> oh my god, you gotta have a multi use shirt. That would be so Don't funny if there was like a little pocket, little pocket like a, square and you just like. Just like a mad fold over, just like, do eat it. <laughs> do eat it. Just smack on it. Yeah. Yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have we talked about this on the podcast? Like, what did ass eating become such a thing? Is it? Have I, we ever talked about that? Have on the we? Podcast? I just like it's just people it talk just, about it think constantly. About it? Are you guys Maybe just it's watching just people... old like uh, deaf comedy jams? <laughs> no, it's just like even just uh, uh, things that I see recommended on Twitter or something like that. People just talk about ass eating all the time. Like it's such a common. Twitter movie. recommends that you. Yeah. Eat ass. Yeah, they're like, Katie, get out there. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I just like. Like, when I see people's Tinder profiles, like, put up online as, like, oh. an example of egregious Tindering, I don't mm. know, I've never had the app, but it, it'll say something like, you better eat this ass, or something like that. I was like, that is a f- precondition for a first date? I am well, out of I the game. I think you have to go on the date, and then at the end of it, it's kind of expected that you eat that ass. I mean, yeah, it's just the price you pay. It's I like it when people are upfront about their needs and wants, though, because yeah. if you know that you're not into that, then you can swipe the direction that... It yeah. just, it just no. seems like that is, like, DEFCON 1 immediately. Like, that is, like, how much weird, not weirder, but, like, how much in the pedestrian level of sex more intense can you get than that? Hmm. Like, without a ton of props. Yeah, I mean, 
Like I always said, I was only eating my spouse's ass. I think just you're like, saving it for marriage. Just, that was, you know, it was just a promise I made myself. You know, <laughs> you're keeping yourself just pure. keeping it pure for marriage. You know, some institute like look too much change, just too much change, and then that's it. You should only eat your spouse's ass. You heard it here first. <laughs> Only some things are sacred, ass. okay? You know, lucky. Some things. There's some joke about putting a ring on it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and we're the comedians somehow. Oh, God. That was really good. <laughs> so gross. I'm so... just picturing <laughs> So anyway, that's so a So neither thing. of you have tendered, though, right? As a whole. No, no, no. We've been in, like, long-term relationships too long oh. to, to use it because oh, it hasn't wow. come out since. What, how long have you, you how long have you and Ed been together? Ten like, years. Jesus, yeah, and me yeah. and Tessa are like over eight now. So. Ooh, so pre Tinder. Yeah, we're relationship people. Not even to like just be like screw around on it. No, because you have to sign up using your Facebook account. Yeah, and I was like, that's probably not a good thing to have. Uh, well, it doesn't. Connected? It doesn't give you like secrets from the Russian government or anything. <laughs> like, oh. it's just. Well, not, then what's the point? It's just like I don't know. It's the worst, though. I think it sucks, but, but we all do it. And like, then... you don't have to sign up to Tinder. Like, there's always Craigslist. Always. You want your ass you got to go to Craigslist first. I, I mean, Tinder's like, I'm not a fan platform. of Tinder, but it, let's not call it Craigslist. Let's not call it... Which, <laughs> to be fair, is like... section for rim jobs. <laughs> for roommates, Craigslist can be great, but also for... Getting your ass eaten, also very good. Yeah, really reliable. If you want an old dresser, you want yeah. your ass eaten. Whatever you need on Whatever a Sunday. You Are you a Tinder Tinderer person? Or? Mm. I was trying not to. So like, as I was trying not to drink, I was trying not to Tinder for the month. But it's just like you were quitting everything. I was. I was giving it all up for a month. You and were then just gonna have a real boring January. It fucking lasted four five days. Just gonna eat dates and not yeah. use the internet because it doesn't work yet. The last couple of people I've dated though have been real life people, which is a nice change. Oh, cool. That's good. Um, you like met them out in the world. Just out in the world. Weird. You know, it's yeah, it's fucking weird. You're like Meet what space? You're like you're a person. I'm gonna talk to you like. That's weird. Yeah. I can't, like, stalk you extensively before I meet you for the first time. We can't have an extensively long bullshit conversation and then decide to meet up. What? How are we even going to get married? Yeah, I don't know. I, that's that's how I always used that's, to do it. That's what Tinder is. It's just like, let's just talk about nothing of substance for that's how three weeks. That's how Cupid worked, for sure. Uh-huh. And then just either decide we're going to meet up or never talk again. <laughs> do you remember if I already told the story about the trainer guy I was uh, on the podcast, the one that uh, talked about meeting his partner on a dating app, and then the woman was, like, really nosy about it? Did I talk about yes. this already? Okay, yeah. Well, basically, it's just I have a, there's a gay trainer at my gym who's, mm. like, really sweet, and he was like, this girl was hitting on him and wanted to, uh, it was like, oh, and then he's like, oh, I live with my partner. Oh. She's like, oh, where did you meet your partner? Uh, online. <laughs> so it's like, I know where. Oh. <laughs> And he's like, oh, yeah, you do know. You for sure know. Because he, he turned and saw my haircut. Oh, it's Just Eat. He was the delivery guy. So. Just Eat. My so, ass. Just Eat. He delivered the pizza. I get it. That's where you're going. What Got other... your pizza. Extra sausage. Hey, man, I don't often say this, but you have real soft eyes for a delivery man. And then that's how that's how it happened. I get it. You know, typical typical dating app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was grinder. <laughs> have you ever seen a female delivery driver? For, yes. Really? Yep. Never had it happen. Yep. And I'm a frequent deliverer. Mm. Yeah. Recipient. You order a lot of food in? No, not any, actually. Well, I shouldn't. Not anymore. Not since I moved here, but before. A I lot. got it. It was from Skip the Dishes. I think it was like a third party. Oh, person. so that yeah, that's different. But like from straight from the source, never happened. No, 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 no. no. It's always some dirtbaggy dude. Yeah. 
That is like a weirdly like a prerequisite to yeah. deliver anything. There's a terrifying man who delivers for a p- uh, pizza garden in uh, New West, and he just like he Uh-oh. definitely <laughs> looks like he's in the Russian mob. Oh. Like, full-on tracksuit. But then he's doing a shit job, though, if he's also like, look, i got to kill somebody, and i got to make it there in 30 minutes or less, so. Maybe he's very efficient. Ruthlessly so. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, if you're a delivery driver, you have to be, like, okay, working alone, like, yeah. driving around, like, in the dark a lot, like, late at night going to strange neighborhoods and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. me as a small lady, I wouldn't really like that very much. But if you were a giant Russian man. Yeah, I would feel a lot more comfortable if I was a giant Russian man just in the world in and general. A, and a serial murderer. Well, you know. You'd feel very safe if that was the case. You'd be like, what if I meet a serial... Oh, wait a second. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one. Wait what a are minute. the odds I'm going to meet another one? <laughs> <laughs> Who kills me? Like, ridiculous. What is this, an episode of Dexter? Ugh. <laughs> I watched that show for, like, two seasons, and I'm like, oh, I get it. And I That's just exactly could. as long as I watched it. I just it. was like, oh, I get it. And, and, I was I was like, gonna... and then nothing happens for eight episodes. You're like, oh, this fucking, I'm out. Dunsky. I'm out. Now is when the Dexter fan hate's gonna come in. Yeah. I almost forgot that was a show. Yeah. I don't think anyone's gonna send us hate mail. I don't think that many people listen to this podcast. I imagine everyone's listening to what I do all the time. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how, how I, I like to. Live You're gonna my give life us too. a Roman Mancini bump here in our ratings Absolutely. on the podcast. Three weird people might listen. Now. How like the Roman Mancini bump? How do you you somehow have much more clout than I do, having moved here very recently? Yeah, well, you know, I'm out a lot. Yeah, that helps. Yep, yeah, it um, do. I don't go out very much. So that's why. Yeah, but then I have no friends or no other life, so <laughs> it's just comedy and that's when, it. When did you move to BC? Uh, April. Oh, wow, yeah. First, I left, I had a job that ended March 31st, and then I left. Then for a week I went to Toronto, and then I went home for two days, and then I moved here. Wow. So Just immediately got the fuck out. When did you decide to move to BC? Uh, I had been doing comedy about a year and a bit, and it was going okay, and I was kind of like... Ottawa's a good scene, but it's, like, it's a little limited in what you can do. And, like, I wasn't getting on stage a lot, and I was like, you gotta do something. Mm-hmm. So I actually met uh, Alex Sparling. Oh, well, that's a good person to meet. Yeah, he was in town, like, last, I guess it was last Christmas, maybe? Like, not the one that obviously just happened. Yes, While I clearly. was here. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the one before that, and we were talking, and he's just like, yeah, you should move to Vancouver. And then I was like, all right, and then I did. Yeah, well. <laughs> it was a real snap decision. It was real just like, yeah, fuck it, and then... I just did it, and here we are. Here we are. Killing it. Just kill. Well, you're doing a pretty good job out here. Doing all right. Yeah, you're up a lot. It's up a lot. It's pretty unusual I pull up a show poster and your name isn't on it, so. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean look, do you want to talk about how great I am? Sure. <laughs> we could do Very that. Very great. We could do that. I have no problem with that. You're a really um, relaxed comic on stage, I've noticed. Like, you, you seem to deal with people interrupting you pretty well. I was, uh, where was I, the Comedy Mix the other day, and I was talking to somebody else who was on the show, and they were, like, saying in the bathroom, like, two dudes were like, yeah, hey, could you imagine going up and doing that? Like, I could never do that. And then I was like, I don't know. I think if you do it every, like, night, or you're around it every yeah. night, it kind of just is it's, like, yeah. it just beats the nervousness out of you. It's totally just a, t- uh, a matter of, like, just do it, and then eventually you know how to do it. Also, <laughs> but it's, like, it's like doing it when you don't know how to do it that's scary, but once you know how to do it, it's very easy. <laughs> It's like driving. Like, I don't think about driving a car now, but when I was 16, it was terrifying yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. I've never done that, so that's still scary to me. <sighs> driving a car. You just look at a car and you scream. I run away. I'm like, I don't want to... I don't want some... any of that. A real adult has to be behind this wheel. <laughs> I'm not qualified for that. Yeah, it was... The first 10 times I went on stage, it was very scary, and then I still get anxious, but I just, like, only when I'm running a show, usually. Like, I don't yeah, want it to... Yeah, but that's, like, a lot of different stress from mm-hmm. just, like, yeah. other shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like, situation, situationally, 
<laughs> sound it out. Situationally, I'll get, like, nervous if something is a big show or whatever, sure. but... Also, because I feel good about my material, like, I know yeah. it usually works, so I'm like, oh, if I, I need a laugh, it, I can get it. So if I want to do some two minutes of insulting people in your basement, I can do that. <laughs> we loved it. I can do like, that. Yes, drag me, please. <laughs> It was done with love. It was done with with. with uh, was, I belong here too. Clear. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I'm definitely. not. I'm not above this. This is the first time your vegan bit ever got cheers. Yeah, pretty much. It is. It is weird. I wish like people always like, oh, you live in Vancouver, everyone's vegan. I was like, I wish. I no. wish there was more. Mm-hmm. No, this place is not nearly as like lefty hippie as people think it is. It's a business. Like it's a business thing. It's very much like Seattle. Yeah, like this comedy scene's almost identical. I would say it's a little friendlier up here, but not by much. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, by very much. So it's like I wish it was as hippie as everyone said. I was Portland like, is as hippie as everybody says. Yeah, and it's as nice as everybody says. And if you said you were vegan, people would be like, "Woo, me too." That's what I, I need. See, like that Let's almost some deep fried cauliflower. That right? almost relies on like people being a little like against it. So I don't think it works. It's like trust me, I know. <laughs> hey, like, I'm ve- I'm vegan. Everyone's like, "Yeah, me too." All right, well then this isn't a joke. This is just declared. I started making thing. that a joke about how like I couldn't do my slam poem joke in Portland because like people want to hear the poem, right? Yeah. <laughs> like that's just how it goes. But like, it's true for so much. Your comedy is about like, oh, how I need I'm... people to dislike me by about 15%. That's what I need is I need them to dislike me a little bit to start with and then I need to win them over. And yeah. that's how it has to work. Well, it needs to be a little like, I don't agree with it. Like, cause then it's just like a rally or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna start a movement. Gonna but you can't like, get up. But you can't get up and be like, if you're combative about it, people just don't like it. There are no. definitely a lot of people who do that, and they like doing that kind of material. But the audience never likes to watch yeah. it. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't been to uh, Portland. I want to go. I should just go. Be careful though. You're gonna just like blend in there, and you'll never be leave. Lost. <laughs> just <laughs> lost. Like you won't be able to. Who's that? Who's that man? Is that me? I don't know. Just get off the bus, and they're like, "Oh wait, we have a spot for you right here." Just I know come on no in. less than four people in Portland who would be called in for a lineup with you at the police station. I, if I they was were waiting for... to do some other <laughs> podcast, and like I was waiting outside somebody's house for them to show up. They're like, they weren't there, and I was just like, "That dude looks like this is in Vancouver. That dude looks like me." That dude looks like me. There was just like four dudes who just in the span of ten minutes I was waiting outside somebody's house looked stunning. Just playing like, Roman bingo. Just I was like, oh fuck, I could just Do you what do you have any pictures of yourself without a beard? How long have you had it for? Uh two, three years now. Can you pull it pull it tight to your face? I'm curious no, how far your to. chin I goes. Wanna, I don't wanna I don't wanna like the mystery is part of my sex appeal. <laughs> You got some tusks under there. We don't talked you? on a previous episode about how we like beards. <laughs> you like beards a lot. It's not that I dislike them, but you really like them. You won't like them as much when you start finding hair everywhere. Hmm. Yeah, that is a pretty true. big beard. Like that's. I mean, is this I was the biggest beard we've had. Yeah. I was yeah. washing my sheets the other day. I'm like, how is there fucking hair under my bed? <laughs> it's like the world's longest pube. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it happened, but it's there. And sometimes it really kills the mood when I'm, like, making out with somebody and I have to, like, brush my hair out of my mouth. Yes, like it's really their like, mouth. Yeah, well, that's it. Like, it's just like, no, 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 that's, that's, that's not my tongue. That's my mustache. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not so bad. They're probably into it. Lots of gals fetishize beards these days. Mm-hmm. Present company included. They smell great most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. Well, a lot a, of beard sniffing. It's a good barometer. You know, if someone's beard smells real nice, then that's They like, probably keep it all. The, yeah. the carpet matches the drapes. Well, let's not make... <laughs> let's not assume everyone. I don't think so. Let's not assume we all do that. Right? <laughs> 
what grow grow out a beard everywhere or what? Oh no, it's all this goes all the way down. <laughs> it does actually. I mean, I can only speak for like down to down to like mid chest. I mean, but... no one's got a real hairy face, and they're like, no, no hair anywhere else. What are the odds? That would be so weird. Well, a lot of pro wrestlers probably. Yeah, oh, but they take care of true. that though. That's, That's true. That's a lot of maintenance. And I was watching Eric Young earlier today, Ooh. and I was like, that is a fucking that hairy guy here. Hour. He's got a, just a big old beard, and then just like smooth. Yeah. That's great. But, uh, like, fake dirt rubbed into his skin because he's supposed to be like, a, I'm a crazy guy, and these are my crazy friends. I forget what the group is called. Like, it's one word. It's like justice or something like that. Something stupid. Wrestling is so funny to me. It's incredibly yes, funny. It's the best. It's even funnier to the people who watch it mm-hmm. full time, right? It's the best. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It's like this weird Nova Scotian gang. <laughs> like, oh, delightful. I don't know. Eric Young's from there, I think. And uh, the girl in the group is from there. I think her name's Nikki Cross or something like mm-hmm. that. I can't remember who else is in the group. Sweet, but... sweet fisherman. <laughs> yeah, well, they, yeah, basically. <laughs> They're all like, we're nuts. Yeah. They sort of look like they were created on the trailer park boys or something like that. I like They're it. just hitting people with, like, cans that are returning to the liquor store. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty goddamn much, honestly. Beaver pelt. <laughs> Courier de bleh. <laughs> I had such a dirtbag moment before our New Year's party where we, like, took all the empties that we were collecting from every band practice and we took them to the depot and got 20 bucks back and then bought a new toilet seat with it. <laughs> that is... Oh, yeah, your toilet seat broke. That's <laughs> great, though. That's a great, useful... Was... I thought you were going to say bought more beer, but then you said bought a toilet seat. That's so much funnier. That's a weirdly, like, uh, BC thing I've noticed where people don't take their empties back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I do it. But then it also means that I have, like, my empties uh, that I have stored in my closet waiting to be returned <laughs> versus the amount that I actually take back. That's the thing. Yeah, I like, oh, you go in there, you're like, wow, Roman, you got a real drinking problem. Did, right you, on. did you rinse them good before you put them in your closet? No, oh, no. no. No, I want ants. I want, oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Do you want to maybe it's... alter that before the spring? <laughs> yeah, it's too late now. I'm just gonna live with them. They've you just moved like in. live in filth. You're committed. Well, now. we've got like such a good, uh, like, basically lots of like old folks that like roam the alleys and take bottles back. So like, why would you take like your Baba own... Yaga coming through? Well, yeah, like the Listen. the sweet old ladies that have like the the stick with like bags on either side, oh, and they like they like sherpa those cans all the way through the neighborhood. That dollar fifty is fifteen x PBR cans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't seem like that much to me. I guess we well, cuz it's but... not cuz it's, it's $1.50 that's yeah. why. Well, I'm just trying <laughs> to think almost more of an inconvenience. <laughs> that doesn't seem like much. That's yeah, because it's it like isn't. dollar and 50 cents. I'm just I'm doing why. the math in my head for me to make that $20 for that toilet seat. We took like a fucking lot it's 200 cans. Of, we took a lot of beer in this. Okay. And also one of our drummers is powered by old Milwaukee. He brings a case of 24 oh, yeah. to every band practice and just kills it every time. So we were Yeah, for too. a guy who drinks that much old Milwaukee, he looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. He's another beard boy. Well preserved. Sure. Well preserved. Jacob. Yeah. God bless Jacob. Mm-hmm. I love my band from New Year's mm-hmm. so much. I feel like I owe you all so many dollars. Yeah, well. But I don't have any. I mean, pay me if you <laughs> Fuck you, pay me. 2017, <laughs> the year of fuck you, pay me. Well, if you bring back 15 PBR cans. You can give her a dollar fifty. Dollar fifty. Dollar mm-hmm. 50. Somebody left a whole bunch of PBRs dinner. after New Year's. Was it you, maybe? No, I drank uh, Alberta Genuine Draft. Haha, <laughs> uh-huh. nice. Oh my that god. My, those are those ones are mine. Okay, yeah, there was like six PBRs left over. That's not a whole lot. It's not a whole lot, but they were just like floating in our little sink and we just gave them away to people because we won't drink them. There's definitely some people who are not in the band who are like 
scheming behind it, like like bobbing for cans, pretty mm-hmm. much. I was like, you little shits. Yeah, that's fine. Wait, you won't party. drink PBR? No. Have you seen your house? <laughs> <laughs> that's the most insane statement that's ever been... It really looks like you could throw things on fire <laughs> in your backyard kind of thing. So. Oh, that's happened, I'm sure. Yeah. I've heard some stories about when Ed used to, like, when he lived here with, like, his band of, like, eight people or whatever, and they would, like, jump out of the top window and, like, bring the amps out onto the lawn and, like, do target practice with bows and arrows and stuff. Wow. I'm sure the neighbors probably just prefer the people one, who live there now. <laughs> one party a year. One party a year is probably better. Holy shit. Yeah. I don't mind PBR. It's fine. Yeah. It'll... it'll... I, mean, I don't like b- bad beer, but I've, if that's what's available, you know, if you're going mudding or something. Yeah, no, I've got, like, super bougie taste in, like, a shithole house. It's oh, great. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. This glamorously shithole, though. Mm-hmm. It's, like, artfully shithole. Yeah, yeah, it's just that we don't own it, and so therefore we, we cannot maintain it. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. we decorate it, you mm-hmm. know. And it looks great. Yeah, yeah, but it's falling apart. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, who owns? Who owns these days? Mm-hmm. In this town? Not me. Yeah, nobody no, not well, in this town. Not in this town. You fucking do. Not in this town. I know. <laughs> in an entirely different city, technically. Mm-hmm. You have out of town property. No, I own my apartment. Oh, okay. In New Westminster. Ah, oh, well, there, there. And is. I don't own it because of anything that I did. I did it because I married wealthy, <laughs> or at least married do. somebody in the tech industry. Ah, uh, there's a dream. <laughs> Got to do it. That's. I mean. Look at look, wealthy patrons. Yeah, you're gonna have world. a you're gonna have a rich wife. She knows that she's gonna get her ass eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Like sign sign me up. Like the wealthy yeah. lady, she's sense of humor, she's... nice beard, eat, eats only his wife's ass. So eats, yeah, it's the only meat I'm into. You'll be so special. Is that rich is that... wife asshole? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna have to tell my parents to please not listen to this one because we talk about eating ass for like. I'm gonna have to minutes. tell your parents to please listen to this one. Go for it. I mean, I don't know them, but they're like, look, a lot of butt eating talk on this. Like, so I just walked it like back. That. I just walked it back a little bit. Butt eating. eating. <laughs> just eat that butt. Like a seventh grader, like in a. You eat my butt. Eat my butt in like an eat 80s my movie. Butt. That seems like more like knife and fork in it when you say, like, yes, eat my butt. Oh. I was in, uh, I was, where was I? Metro Town yesterday, and uh, some real uppity kids with on their uh, scooters, which I was like, this is a whole new world we're living in. <laughs> Where the like the punk angry not punk but like uh, sort of emo kids or whatever kids. No, like like thuggy kind of like eleven year olds thug children are on on scooters I was like in the mall I was like he was like calling, razor he was, scooters he was throwing the b word around a lot butt or bitch oh that one yeah okay and I was like wow what a tough kid on a scooter I mean I don't know anything anymore <laughs> like a razor scooter we're talking about or? I don't know what a razor scooter is it's made like, out of razors. Yes. Seems dangerous. Yeah, Children no, it's just shouldn't. like, it's just, but it has like this, the stick and the handles on oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, like no, not like a, they weren't on like a, a cool s- moped. <laughs> well, what I was thinking was those stupid hoverboard things. No, so it was maybe. like a straight up, and they were rolling through the mall. They were and rolling was, on their Heelys. He was telling off minimum wage employees, it was like, what a tough, what a tough, tough 11 year old. Jerk. I want to hurt kids like that. I know. Which is like, again, you know, okay, commuting is my worst self, and just around entitled tweens dumb mean boys yeah. dumb mean boys make me want to actually kill because they're gonna they're gonna turn into awful shitty men yeah. which is not i don't need any more of those the world doesn't need any more of those so like can we intervene with these dumb shitty kids to like make them better somehow like i just want to there was one thing that you could say to like turn their life around and like scare them straight straight basically well what could it be there's a program idea 
take kids, scare them straight. Oh, I'll bet you no one's ever tried that before. <laughs> nope, brand new idea. Brand new, oh, it's great. Do you know those have, like, absolutely no effect? Yeah, or yeah. make it worse. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Times. Just like prison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go figure. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Gotten into but, like, social commentary. How can you inject compassion into, like, dumb little jerk kids? They're too young for you to give them ecstasy. <laughs> you <have laughs> or mushrooms. Wait. You have to wait till they're old enough so that you can, Your yeah. kid, I know you don't know me, but drink this tea real fast. <laughs> It there's tastes a, like dirt. You'll <laughs> like it. There's, a, uh, there's like, a program called Roots of Empathy that it goes around to uh, kindergarten and grade one classes. And like, I guess you have to start early. Yeah, well, you have to start really early. Um, uh, Hillary, our theme song singer, her mom is oh, a teacher. Oh, I thought you were just talking about Clinton. No. Different Hillary. Different uh, Hillary, like... Her mom is a is a <laughs> early primary teacher, and mm-hmm. she does, she's run Roots of Empathy in her class. And what it is is, like, a young... Like, a family with a new baby brings the baby into class, and the kids meet the baby, and then they start asking the kids questions, like, how do you think the baby feels? And that kind of stuff. And so for the year, the like, baby the baby doesn't sort know of, what it fucking baby wants. Doesn't. Well, no, but, like, it's 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 about, like, projecting onto other people and, like, mm. determining, like, well, what kind, of key, what kind of cues are they sending out? That kind of thing. And, like, right. what would you... If you were in this situation, how would you feel? Kind of thing. So it's just, like... A very, uh, you know, there's a living human being here, so it's a really good um, basis to work from. So I you're think. saying once these shitty kids are already 11, it's too late, and we should throw them into like a lava pit there or something. Basically, of, throw them in a lava pit. There was a lot of mm. people around this shitty kid, and yeah. he didn't seem to care at all. I he just, was... I want to kidnap them all and take them to like a <laughs> summer camp that is just like teaches them to be nice mm-hmm. or something, like just aggressively kind. <laughs> kindness conversion therapy. Yeah. Kindness conversion therapy, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah all acts of kindness. Nice all kid. acts of kindness usually start off with a good kidnapping. Yeah, generally. Yeah, you know, that's really when it's, it's my understanding. Yeah, or like being kind when you're forced to be. That's always yeah. Worked yeah. Out I've, well. I've been watching a lot of Jane the Virgin, which is a telenovela essentially, and there's quite a bit of kidnapping. It's really normalized kidnapping for me. I figure that it happens to families like three to four times a year. Generally, like, that's a normal amount of kidnapping that happens in a family. Well, that's what every parent is worried about. They don't let their kids go outside because they're going to get kidnapped. It's like, nobody wants your shitty kid. Nobody wants your <laughs> shitty, dumb kid. I'm, yeah, I'm good. You're good. I'm good with that kid. That's what I was saying before. It's a, one of the things I really like about Vancouver is how few children are just around. Because <laughs> no one can afford to have kids here, basically. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. So few children on public transit and just in grocery stores. It's the best. Oh, we don't live in my neighborhood, clearly. Yeah, because you live in the suburbs. Yeah, mm-hmm. sort of. Exactly. I live in the city part of the suburbs. Yeah. But mm-hmm. It's it's fine. Like, I like children. I just don't want my own. Mm-hmm. I want your kids mm-hmm. and to be a weird aunt. Yeah. That's so I guess I that's want. like, that's how you start them early. I'm going to inject them with empathy, like, in the womb somehow. Somehow. <laughs> just like an empathy syringe. Yeah. Just MDMA. <laughs> It's just your baby just like got fucking raven glow sticks. Here, get this in your bloodstream. Just put a glow stick up there. (laughs) Hey, grab on. (laughs) Feel the plur, my little one. That does not seem sanitary. It's not. The kid comes out wearing a tank top. (laughs) Already has a soother. (laughs) He's ready to go. He's like, why? Why we're not in a bezo? What the fuck? I can't stop chewing! <laughs> We've all done drugs. Because <laughs> we know what it does. Oh, dear. You like drugs, Roman? Uh, I'm not a big drug guy. No? Not really. No? Just I like mean, mushroom I, tea? 
I mean, I know what it is. <laughs> so you're just going to give it to an 11-year-old willy-nilly? No, what? No. No, that was my idea. That was kids. your idea. Oh, I'm just, just... going to avoid children altogether. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good plan. Yeah, and then you don't have to put up with any shitty kids or their shitty behavior. I'm just going to but... consistently move to places that are more expensive to avoid that. That's my plan. <laughs> just be like a I don't know how glamorous, it out. globe-trotting hobo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it'll work, but I'll just keep doing it. <laughs> no, not a big drug guy. I mean, you know, if you want to, it's your jam. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. I like, my beer is my drug, and I'm like, oh, I know how to handle that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's fine. It's not my... Yeah. We were talking about that after New Year's, like, the whole, the vibe of our party was so nice, and... Mm-hmm. Nobody was on cocaine No one time. was on cocaine. That was very, I was very happy about that. But, like, Big just the, the beautiful, like, the beautiful energy that, like, came mm. out of, like, all that love, man. Like, yeah. it just made me feel like I was back, like... At the weird party that we were at at Burnaby Edmonds Skytrain Station, where that I was got, a good ass party. Yeah, where I just got so high that I had to like lie on the pavement and just felt like I was melting into it. But it's like we manufactured that with our like hearts and minds together. Yes. Doing it on the natch. Exactly. Yeah, so it's like it in the biz. So I realized that like basically any kind of like synthetic drug, like it can take any circumstance and make it into this exceptional thing, right? Mm-hmm. But instead, you could just make an exceptional event happen, and then you don't need to do drugs. Oh you yeah. Just... See, kids, drugs aren't cool. Yeah, you just have to have lots of cool friends. Oh, they're kind of cool. Yeah. They're all right. Yeah. They can be fun. They can be fun. I mean, we've all done them. I'm not, yeah, just we've all I'm done not, drugs. Just because I don't do it all the time yeah. doesn't mean I don't know what I've never I'm def- Well, these days I'm definitely not interested in doing anything like complicated because yeah, of dying. Yeah. Don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Not a, big, not a big pills and powders person ever. Never been my jam. Which are also, yeah, I was never really into those anyways. No. No. Just, just every day I'm just doing Ahuasca. <laughs> oh, God. Just, just shitting and puking. <laughs> I know, that does not seem like it's a just a Peruvian thing. shaman who lives it's, in my closet. I'm, He's happy in there. Comes out once a day for an annual... For annual? A day, a day. Daily. <laughs> and he just he just lives he on... He thinks like, it's <laughs> annual. <laughs> he lives on the PBR spillage yeah. in the bottom of your closet. Oh, man. <laughs> so that's how he eats <laughs> And then I do ayahuasca, and then I'm... Then that's 18 hours of my day, and then, you know, I sleep the rest of the time. Yeah, sleep for six hours, I walk past 18. <laughs> it's a pretty good balance, And you know? somewhere in there, you manage to do comedy. How do you balance work and life balance like that? You're a strong, <laughs> modern, independent woman, you know, so. It's all, ass, woman. it's all the ass eating. Yeah. <laughs> it just revs you up. Um, well, it's like I have a second unpaid job, or that's most of the time unpaid. I mean, I'm at home some days, like an hour. I get home from work, and then I just, like, I'm at home for an hour, and then I just go out, and I'm gone mm-hmm. until midnight, and then I come back, and then... Start again. Just do that seven, six, seven days a week. Wow. Jesus, yeah, you're way more dedicated than I am. Because you've only you've been doing comedy, like, a year and a half longer than I have, but I don't go up every night, that's for sure. Yeah, well... Yeah, well... Not everybody can be this hardcore. Not everyone's as great as I am. What can I say? No, no, not everybody is. No, I mean it's. I mean, yeah, it's tough. Like it's if you try to do other shit, like it's impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, trying mm-hmm. to make plans with people. Ugh. Nope. So worse, but it's how you get on stuff, and it's how you get around, and like Very true. you know, it's how it's. But I mean, like I've had two or three relationships end because they're like you're out too much doing comedy, mm-hmm. and that's at this level. Let alone we're like, I don't know if things continue to go well. And I actually had to, like, you know, go on the road all, like, or whatever. Like, I don't know how. I don't know how anyone balances it, honestly. It just seems like a a lot. But eh, when you really love doing something, you just kind of figure out a way to make it work, I think. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's like, I really love doing ayahuasca. (laughs) So that's why you do it every day. So that's how I do it every day. I love it. Yeah, and these girls are just, like, there's just too much bodily fluids everywhere all the time. It's just gross. And you're, like, like opening the door to heaven with your mind, and your third eye blinks open, and... 
It's just like a lot to fucking deal with. You're know? like, look, I don't like that you live with your shaman. Like, it feels too close of a situation. I'm like, well, it's just. Also, kinda... I'm not entirely sure he's a shaman. Yeah, it could just be a dude. I think it's just a dude. <laughs> he might just work at JJ Bean. I think it's just a dude who wears a lot of hemp clothing. <laughs> he might, might just be a regular dude. It might just actually, there's a mirror in the back of my closet and I'm just seeing myself <laughs> and I think I'm the shaman. Someone called me a, like a bearded hippie on the street yesterday and I, and I was like, what? I was like, oh, I guess you're right. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Hey! Oh! oh. Yeah. Yeah, this is an accurate description. Wait a minute. All right, I'm going to keep walking. Yeah. That's, it's a big topic of conversation. I listen to You Made It Weird a lot, and so they often talk about relationships and, like, who who dates a comedian, right? Like, I think people have to have a lot of their own shit going on and be very independent and do lots of things <clears throat> Yeah. I mean, separately. It just, it or they want to come with you all the time, I guess, but that would suck. It just comes <laughs> down to being a little bit more like, look, I have this window and this is when we can hang out. And so you have to be more, It's it loses a lot of the flexibility to be like, yeah, we can just hang out tomorrow. Just call me and we'll meet up. Like yeah. the spontaneous romance. It's more like, hey, Thursday, I got about an hour and a half in between, like work and then going to an open mic. If you want to get coffee, we can do it then. Oof. But I mean, I don't know, My last, the last girl I was dating, we were pretty good about it. But then also she worked like nights a lot. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like, well, we couldn't hang out anyways. It's just, yeah, being an adult is... And it having sucks. relationships is so hard. Like it's the worst. Fuck. It's all right when it works, but when it doesn't, it's a pain in the ass. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of organizing, and I just like sometimes really miss being very young and not having responsibilities. Not like being a child. That no, sucks. Too, that yeah. was terrible. But like twenties was pretty fucking fun. Yeah, yeah when you said when you said like, hey, I finished my job in March and then I just moved to another city. I'm yeah. like, oh man, that was pretty dope. That's pretty. I great. actually have no idea. Are you what are you like twenty eight? Twenty seven. Okay, but turning twenty eight. So, so, like, almost 28. So, I was yeah. very close yeah. then. Like, yeah. I'm sure I've asked you this question before. That's why I knew. Yeah. But, but that's a good age. But, like, it's just being able to pick up. Like, when I moved to Scotland for, like, a few months, it was for school. And then it's, yeah. like, everyone was, like, well, you should just stay. And I'm, like, but I can't because I have, like, a relationship and, like, a life quick, here. Could have got out of it. Could have. Didn't. Chose not to. Didn't. Yeah. So, I guess that's the option. I guess you can just, like, you can cut ties with everybody and just leave. It yeah. is a weird It's it never is a weird impossible, feeling. but. When yeah. you're like, I can just, yeah, I can just get out of here. And then you did it. And then you just do it. And you're like, you just throw all your shit in two bags and you're like, I'm out. Get on the Greyhound. I'm out. Yeah, I've I've lived in Vancouver my whole entire life, which is pretty What? I thought you were a Yankee. Nope. Casey Novak is. Oh. Oh. Okay, Tall still... bitches, easy to get confused. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Okay. No, there's actually quite a few of them. Denise is, is an American. Maybe Denise, that's why. Maybe I just... Past guest Denise, uh, Denise Berg, past guest Marta Wesselhoff, both of them are American. Maybe I just... KC is American. Maybe I just lumped you guys all in together. Uh-huh. That's fine. You know, all women are the same, basically. Right? Be- yeah. That's how I operate. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. No, no, no. I've, I've lived in, I lived in North Delta, and then I lived in Vancouver, and then I live, now I live in New Westminster. Like... That's I've not been making very. Now I'm going I lived Langley, in Aust- and then I'm nope, going I'm not. Uh, <laughs> but I lived in Australia for a little while. That's a well, weird place. Yeah, that is a weird. I went there when I was like 17, and I feel like as a 17 year old it was dope, but like as a 28 year old dude with pretty. Then you would have been there the same year I was there, probably, because oh, uh, I was like 2026 20, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, it was 06 that I was there. It was 05, 06 I was there. I mean, I was there playing rugby for like three weeks. Oh, I played rugby too. That's Not cool. in Australia. Of course it is. Yeah, she's yeah. duh, Katie. Obviously you did. I played rugby. <laughs> I, I didn't like, I hated how quickly I said of course and, and then I didn't say it quietly in my head. But <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. That's totally fair. It's like, uh, like a, a big, slightly gay woman. Yeah, probably you did. <laughs> I played rugby and I was like into shot put for a minute. I also did shot put. <laughs> in, two for two. Yeah, in yeah. elementary school track because my mom was like, please do a sport. You're yeah. so lazy. 
<laughs> so do it's the like, one fine, where I'll show I'll throw this big thing. Yeah, <laughs> do the one where you stand there and yeah. just huck a thing. And you know what? I was an alternate, I didn't even get to be on the track team. Oh, <laughs> I just no. like got to go to the meet and just sit. That Which sounds is great. Perfect. Though. Yeah, yeah, that does. That's sound kind of how best. I also played rugby. You didn't have to do any running. Yeah. Now I'm getting into a place where I could actually be on a sports team, but I won't ever do it because I hate team sports. Yeah, I remember coming back from that trip and being like, "Oh, that's the last time I'm ever going to be an internationally touring athlete." <laughs> I remember that being like, "Oh, that was a brief two week period of my life." Done with that forever. That's a yeah. good credit though to have in your background. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I just, yeah, it was great. Australians we... turn out are super good at rugby. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are very good at. rugby. I don't know if you've heard the hype, but it turns out they're very good at rugby. They're so good at it. Um, we were playing a game. We were getting crushed so hard that we were like, "Let's just call it early." Like we were getting. Because guys were getting hurt, too. Yeah, guys were getting hurt, and they were like, you know, it's just like a friendly game against the, like, local high school or whatever, and they're like, we're good. We're good. We're done. (laughs) Yeah, that was, uh, we had one gal on our team, because this was junior high, it was like, we were 15, we actually went to San Francisco for a trip, which was pretty fucking cool, it's the only time I've ever been there, so. uh, Really? Okay, well. And then we were in, yeah, I know, it seems like. There's the two-thirds of the things. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then, uh, but then, they were in Sonoma County, like, in the wine, in wine country. In wine country. So it's kind of like real dirtbaggy chicks. Yeah. Uh, And they, then they came up to Delta later to and the girl who stayed with me like stole a bunch of my shit <laughs> like she stole a bunch of my Ooh, clothes and some jewelry and stuff yeah, yeah so Good pretty to stay pretty in weird. your home and like be like i'm gonna then, stay like, here for two for a week and then i'm gonna steal I'm some of your shit yeah basically. Way out, i'm gonna take a few things basically but there's a there was a girl on my rugby team carla who was like she looked like okay you know that thing at like in culture where people like it's not over till the fat lady sings and then it like pans to like a big woman with like a huge yeah. thick blonde yeah, braid yeah. or whatever yeah. that's exactly what she looked like except Ooh. not fat she was just a wall of muscle Ooh, I like she it. was just this beefy chick with this like her hair was so long and her braid was like this thick no one can see but it's like the thickness of a wrist and it was in this perfect braid Ooh, and she Rapunzel would get on the step on my neck yeah, <laughs> Rapunzel pretty... Rapunzel step on my neck exactly <laughs> she Almost killed someone in one of our games. Like, she tackled a girl from Abbotsford and broke her sternum and collarbone. Oh. One hit. Oh, one hit. That's cool. Carla Vandergreent. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Of course she was Dutch. Oh, she was super Dutch. Sound, yeah. And she's beautiful as well. Like, she just oh, had yeah. that, like, perfect scrub skin. Like, let me put on my dirndl or something like that, you know? <laughs> Milk let me break shake. your sternum real yeah. quick. And you're like, all I'm right, gonna plant I mean... some turnips, turnips, tulips is what I meant to say. <laughs> turnips for you, tulips for Carla. <laughs> Hey, I'm Dutch and Polish, so I'm a turnip and tulip kind of gal. Turnip. <laughs> Something that sounds horrible gross. food that will kill you if you eat it. <laughs> Any hoozle. Yeah, she was amazing. Mm. She was honestly amazing. I was also on the rugby team in school. Were uh, you a hooker? I was the hooker, yeah. yes, but I... Doesn't uh, stop being funny. Never. I know. <laughs> I, where they, they pick you up by your belt loops, they give you a little wedgie, and they just... Uh, but so I was on the rugby team, uh, I signed up to be on it, we had... Half of a practice, and then there was a teacher strike for the rest of the year, <laughs> and so I got to be in the yearbook as being on the rugby team. Never had to play a game, never had to run any laps. It was beautiful. Great. My rugby career was fantastic. Nineteen ninety-eight, undefeated. Best, best year in my my school career. Nineteen ninety-eight, teacher strike and ice storm. Oh yeah, it was the shortest year on record as school. We went to school for not very long. They were considering extending the year because it was we we missed so much school because of those two things. Oh, it was great. Oh, it was just, <laughs> what grade was that for you? Uh, five or four or five. See, I liked school at that age. Mm-hmm. I was really into it. That was probably the year before I got into school. I think the next year I think I got into oh, school, but that was like, yeah, it was dope. I hated school from sixth grade to the end of ninth grade, and then I really liked it from then on out. So who knows why. Then I found the theater club, and I was uh-huh. like... 
Okay. I was projecting that on you. Oh. <laughs> was that right? No? Yeah. Oh, nailed it! <laughs> nailed it. You got it very perceptive. I yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah, I am very stereotypical. <laughs> it's a fact. It's definitely true. I was in band. <laughs> I was in band too, actually. I was in both bands. I was in the the regular band and the jazz band. Oh yeah, your sax man. I or? was. I was a sax man. I was a tenor Called saxophone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The... Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was in both. I was in both bands. I got so many credits from that. It was dope. Mm-hmm. I thought you were gonna say something else. Because <laughs> I got so much pussy. <laughs> You know, all that band camp. Just all that, all the ass you can eat. <laughs> well, when you got that saxophone embouchure. Yeah. That's a trumpet. <laughs> when you're Sorry. like, when you're like just out in the world as a 15 year old playing saxophone, women are coming up to you like, look, I know I'm not supposed to do this because I'm an adult, but. <laughs> Pretty sexy kid. You know, I mean, look, you carry that tenor saxophone case with you on the bus home. Mm. <laughs> Oh. You find out, you figure out who you are, son. It's going to take another decade. But, mm. You work on that fingering. Yeah. <laughs> and then call me in 10 years. But then I also played rugby, so it was like a weird, a weird thing. That's good. Yeah, so like I got a, well, little bit, a little bit of everything. Yeah. You're a well-rounded young man. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. It's probably That's why you're so shit. adaptable. You ever think about how horrible of a human being you were, like, up until... 25 for me, probably. <laughs> like, I was, what changed for you? <laughs> I don't know. MDMA, I guess. Or, no, I don't know. I was just like, I was just one day, I was just, you know, in the mall with my Razor scooter, flipping people off. <laughs> and and some, like, some lesbian came up to you and was just like, hey, be nicer to people. She's like, look, we're going to go to San Francisco and throw some shot puts. And I was like, wow, a whole world the I never. Story of how I fixed Roman A whole world I never imagined is out there. Aw, that seems like a nice place to end it. Oh, how much, how long did we go? That was an hour and a bit. Oh, goodness, it just flew right by. Mm-hmm. Pleasant. Yeah. yeah. Chatting with Normally me. we stop partway through, but whatever. Good vibes. Killing it. A little quiet, but you know, we're still recovering. I just had, like, I did nothing this week, so I have no good stories. I went to Nanaimo, I played with a baby. It was lovely. I had a great bath. Like, oh. do you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. was that kind of week where I didn't really Like, do the highlight of your week was a bath. Well, dude, okay, this house that my friend got. <laughs> Um, they have a huge bathroom. It's all like cedar planks Ooh. and then a huge, like, uh, like brown marble jacuzzi. Jesus. And, but unfortunately it's like an older house with a hot water tank that like ran out halfway through me filling the bath. So I had like a very shallow bath. Oh, mm, um, that's too bad. Lots of Epsom salts. You could have just put cold water in it and had a great cold water shower. Some of your ideas aren't good. It's good for your skin. It's good for your circulation. <laughs> and having empties in your closet is terrible for your closet. It's great. It's good. Also I'm, I'm I... creating an ecosystem. <laughs> I've created I've life. Oh, now you've now. Oh, now I know what I'm going to do. For now the people that you've created have learned to imitate you exactly. I feel like they're in a bag that's tied up. That'll be fine, probably. No, you're, you're going to make super beer yeah, in the bottom. You're creating an anaerobic system or something like that. So it's like crazy invent bacteria. Invent a new kind of kombucha scoby. <laughs> And then you'll be elected Prince of Vancouver. Well, I just have to move out. <laughs> that's that's it, I think. Okay. Do you have uh, do any you use blood? any kind of thing for social media for I'm on Twitter. I'm on the Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, at Roman Official. Like <laughs> as Car- in the Cardinal. Yeah, as in the Cardinal situation. Mm-hmm. I thought that was real clever four years ago. <laughs> you in, know that you can change spe- this right? spelling? I think so, probably. Cool. 
No, I don't want to change it. Now it's like part of my identity. Oh, also, like you, if you search my name, you'll fucking find it. And if not, don't it's be a good on name. technology. Goddamn, don't be on Roman, technology. Roman Mancini is a fucking good ass name to have. No, having some real um, fire tweets. This is going to be the first time we can ever do this. This episode is actually coming up tomorrow because we're way fucking behind. Anything that coming up soon? That no, you I'm I'm pretty open. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, you got a show on the twentieth. Do I? Yeah, you do. <laughs> Good. You got a show on January 20th. Ivan Decker, Sophie Buttle, Maddie Vu are all on it. I can't remember where it is. What? What? You are. You're fine. It'll be okay. Oh, well, I'm sure it'll be on his Twitter. Um, (laughs) I have have... no idea what that is. (laughs) I might just be fucking with you. I had a show this week. I did. I did a show this week with with Ivan and stuff, but... That's but, already done. Yeah, you can't get, get into a fucking Stargate and yeah. go. I have two shows coming up. The 21st, I'm playing at Merge for a songwriter circle, and the 20th, I'm playing at Svee's Place, oh. Azilla, for a Leonard Cohen tribute night. Fantastic. Yeah. If I got up, I guess uh, there's comedy at Big Rock next Sunday, mm-hmm. so if you come out, say that you heard about it on the podcast, and I will probably let you in for free. Yeah, right on. Okay. All six people are going to come All and share people. a table. Get All on. Right. See you later.